What's up, everybody? This is The Booch, and this shout-out goes to all of the members of The Booch Cast Nation. On behalf of the entire team and all of my affiliates, I would like to take this opportunity to thank you guys so much from the bottom of our hearts for your continued support of The Booch Cast. Whether it's wrestling recaps, interviews, politics, variety shows movie reviews, whatever episodes we come out with, you guys listen, you guys tune in, and you show your support. And it means the world to us. And we're going to commence with this latest episode in just a moment. But I want to take this opportunity right now to let you guys know something really huge that is going on in the world of the booch. I am now officially on Cameo. That's right, the Cameo. The same Cameo where celebrities go and give personal shout-out videos for all their fans. And I'm here to let you guys know that for the affordable price of just $25, you can get a personalized video from me on Cameo. And it can be for any occasion that you want. You got somebody you want me to wish a happy birthday? I'll make it happen. You want me to congratulate someone on graduating high school or college? I'll make it happen. Whether it's a happy holidays video, it can be a gender reveal, it can be somebody who needs some motivation, you want the boots to motivate you, or if you got somebody in your life that you want to break up with, I'll help make the breakup happen. Or if you got somebody in your life that you want to tell to fuck off and you want it done booch style. All you got to do is go to cameo.com slash booch365. There'll be a link in the description box of every episode of the Boochcast from now till the end of time. Go there, book your video, customize it however you want. Let me know how you want it done, and I will make it happen for you. So go to cameo.com slash booch365 right now and book your personalized video today for the affordable price of $25. And now, on with the show.
What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the recap of NXT Halloween Havoc 2023 Night 2. And, of course, as always, ladies and gentlemen, I am joined by the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Absolutely. And now he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Boochcast, the one, the only, the broke, soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott. What's up, dude? Dude, that's just be the broke, soulless ginger, Zach Scott. Genius speaking, I'm not that broke. Tonight's carving it courtesy of Keenan and Kel. Oh, here we go. Yes, but before we go, oh. we do have something special for tonight. Dude. Yes, not only is Halloween Havoc night two, we have a special guest joining us, and ironically, <laughs> if you saw the last Halloween Havoc recap we did, and I'm not talking about night one, I'm talking about the one that came out Monday, you know exactly who we're talking about, the man who was having a blast in the chat room when we went live on Twitch. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one, the only, Gato Ricky Ross. I did, I did, I did leave. Find me a rope and find me a tree. No! <laughs> what? It's a tire swing. Right, it's a tire swing. I tire forgot. Swing, okay. I forgot. I'm sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. Sorry. The banjos are drumming and the bums are banging to get the boys together and it's time for a hanging. Okay, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, Gator, this is exactly fucking why I can't put you on the Bluetooth speaker at work because you're going to get me fired if you do. Speaking <laughs> of things that are going to get you fired, Mr. Budrelli, did you realize that today is the Halloweeners? Yes, today is the Halloween. Is Halloween. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, I'm taking a break from running Gator Ricky Rouse's House of Whores and Whores. House of Whores and Whores? Yeah, Gator Ricky Rouse's House of Whores and Whores. I rented my trailer out. See, I'm tired of these damn uh, Halloween tourist trap bullshit damn uh, haunted houses. Yeah. Because they want like 50 bucks. You got to park. There's ten dollars. Then you go in the house. There's ten dollars. If you pay, if you bring somebody with you, there's another ten dollars. So for the low, low price of forty nine fifty nine, you can bring anybody you want to my trailer. And you remember the old haunted houses? They chase you out with the damn chainsaws. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, we chase you in with the chainsaws. You chase them in. Yes, we chase them in with the chainsaws. It's wonderful, Mr. Boudreaux. We chase them in with the, the boys that that uh that got in trouble for busting out my windows a couple months ago. Yeah. They're on community service, so I got them running the chainsaws. Wait, people yeah. who broke into your house are running with chainsaws. Is is that a smart business move? No, no, no. The boys are on community service. They're, they're, they're working off their community service, so I got them running the chainsaws and filling the rubbers with ranch. Rubbers with ranch? Well, yeah, everybody knows you can't have a haunted house unless you got a rubber with ranch. Anyway. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, hold wait, the wait. fuck up. What the hell is that supposed to mean? What does do rubbers with ranch have to do with anything? All the fellas will be scared when they go into my bathroom because it's nothing but positive pregnancy tests. Oh, dear God. <laughs> yep, and one little baby doll going, are you my daddy? Are you my daddy? <laughs> fuck. Are you my daddy? <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. It's officially a haunted house. It's a haunted house. Then you go into my bedroom, and it's the scariest thing you'll ever see. It's a hipster with a man bun questioning your type of music. Oh, dear God. Oh, no. He's questioning your taste in music. It's terrible. That's, that is terrifying. That is terrifying. Mm -hmm. it, it, it doesn't sound and good got, at all. I got, you know, I've never liked bobbing for apples. So I've got bobbing for beers for the fellers. Okay. And for the girls, I've got bobbing for bruised bananas. What? Yeah, everybody loves bruised bananas. No. no. Nobody likes bruised Nobody bananas. Nobody likes that at all. Well, just just because you, you didn't rub it right. But anyway, and then the scariest part of all, my living room, the haunted strip club, Xanadu's. Xanadu's? Xanadu's? Mm-hmm, with the mistress of the pole, Elvirus. <laughs> Elvirus? <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, boy. She's been working here for a while now. She's in her third trimester with triplets. Triplets? Are you yeah, the father? Keep your wallet real close because you'll steal it right off the chain. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I guess you Ricky Rouse's house of whores and whores. <laughs> oh, and Mama has come out of retirement and now she's stripping. Okay, this is, um, this is scary now. Yeah, yeah, this is kind of scary. Must yeah. need that money pretty bad. Yep, and Sanjay's making curry. Well, what else would Sanjay do? Yeah, what else would he do? 
Well, well, I thought it was a good idea because it's even scarier when you go home to your toilet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway, Gator Ricky Ross's House of Whores and Whores running through this weekend. All right, it's running through this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, make sure you guys go and check out uh, Gator Ricky Ross's House of Whores and Whores. Yeah, and speaking of whores, let's talk about this shitty-ass show. Okay, <laughs> so we're going to night two of Halloween Havoc here. And, of course, we're going to kick things off with our first official match of the evening. We have from the Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal, the Tables, Ladders, and Scares match, the Cree Brothers face Los Lotharios. Okay, is the scares supposed to be the fact that this match has nothing above the ring and I'm supposed to be scared because this isn't properly a damn TLC match? I think so. That's what frightened me. Yeah, same it's here. Broke. Yeah, but the big thing that frightened me was the unsafeness. This was not safe. It wasn't safe, Gator. This was not safe at all. I had my whole safety inspection sheet out. First off, old brother got freaking color the hard way. Did you see that he got color the hard way? Yes, yep. I saw that. Oh, God. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Fuck that. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Fuck that. There's a few fuck that bump moments in this match. Yeah, fuck that bump. <laughs> fuck that bump. Go ahead, children. All right, Zach, what'd you think? I enjoy this right here. I mean, I understand where Vinny and Gator come from. Why you having Tiba Lodge's scares match? What's supposed to be above the ring? Uh, Vinny and I thought maybe a number one contender shot for the NXT Tag Team Titles. Nope. They said just beat the living shit out of each other. And one, two, three. After met though, Gator is right. Get Brutus getting kicked in the face by that chair. Got a little blood, but, but I thought this was great. It was a great opening match just to hype up the crowd. I enjoyed it highly. It was a lot of crazy ass shit and what Gator likes to call a mixed bag of nuts. Take it away, Vinny. Well, what I noticed in the match was first of all, the chair. Air shots to the face were fucking intense. Like, those were completely unprotected. They just smacked each other with that shit. There was one spot we I didn't particularly care for, and that was when the chair got tossed to Brutus, and I think it was Carrillo that came off the ropes and did that kick. The only reason I didn't like it was because I felt like when Brutus held onto the chair, he was holding it and pausing for way too long, and that's a problem. If you're gonna do spots like that, you have to be more fluent, because if you're holding it for too long, then it's blatantly obvious you're waiting for somebody. And when it's blatantly obvious you're waiting for somebody, it takes you out of the story that's being told. And you can clearly tell, oh, these guys are cooperating. And once you have that, you kill the vibe of your match. And that's why people like Gator and myself shit on spots like that a lot of the time. Because we don't like spots that make the business look fake. That's our biggest pet peeve. And if you're going to do a spot like that, if it's done in a believable way, we'll praise it. But if it's not done in a believable way, that's a problem. And that was the one spot that wasn't believable. The rest of them were. Like, for example, there was that one moment where uh, Garza that was holding up uh, Brutus on his back, like doing some kind of weird-ass move. I don't what's called and then he kind of does like a reverse blockbuster through the table that spot was very well done i enjoyed that because that was believable even the hip toss onto the ladder that worked there were some ladder spots that i liked but again there's nothing hanging above the ring nobody in this ring has the last name hardy therefore there should be no fucking ladders so could have did without that you can't have a tlc match or in this case a tls match and there's a scares okay where's the scary part that's another thing you can't call it scares if you're gonna do scares either they come out dressed in costume and they stay that way or at least have a fucking someone dressed as a zombie come out and scare the shit out of you. Now granted they would be silly and stupid but at least they would fit the fucking gimmick and again this is a Halloween themed show. You can get away with silly shit on shows no. like this. No. Most, of, most of the time you can't. Other no. days, during holidays there's an exception. That's why they're able to get away with shit like this on a Halloween themed show. You do this on a regular day it looks stupid as shit but you could actually get away with silly shit in this match if you wanted to. You're gonna call it a scares match has somebody come out and scare you. Like you go underneath the ring to grab Somebody in a werewolf costume jumps out. Or someone goes over the barricade and a zombie jumps out. Like something. Give me something that's fucking scary. Don't just say scares because it's Halloween and it's a regular TLC match. Like go fuck yourself. You want scares? Give me scary. Or not at all. Or just not at all. I know Gator, you're a purist. I get it. But And normally I'm with you. But this is Halloween. I'm just saying. They could. If there was ever going to be a night to do something silly, this is the night to do it. And then, we, and then the next week we go back to wrestling. But right now, you could do crazy shit. Or we could just do regular shit and have wrestling. Yes. 
We could do that too. So in the end, uh, they do the Doomsday Brutus Ball through the table for the win. I thought that was a very good spot. Then Creed Brothers get the win, which is important because the Creed Brothers definitely need the build because they're a great team. In fact, Zach actually brought something to my attention. Apparently, they had a match on Raw last night. Yes, they won. Yeah, I can't. Who do they face? Alpha Academy. Uh, Alpha Academy. Okay. Shorty G. Yeah. Yes, Alpha Academy. I thought, and I, and again, the Creed because the Creed Brothers to me, they're the next top tag team. Like they are definitely a tag team that you can bring up to the main roster at some point. Point, and they will be stars in the tag team division. I see and they them. Will. I thank you. Yes. <laughs> Juice, please. And then we cut to the backstage area. We have our hosts of, of Halloween Havoc, Shotzi and Scarlet, and they're playing with a Ouija board. And they're trying to see if anybody's going to uh, disturb the show. And then all of a sudden, the Ouija board moves to yes, and we see Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, who are former. What? Why were they playing with the Ouija board? Because again, it's Halloween Havoc, and Ouija boards are about calling the spirits. Right, but yeah, but why were they messing with the Ouija board? No, everybody knows you don't mess with the Ouija board. I've I've seen the movies. You don't mess with the Ouija. Board. You don't mess with it. It's real shit. Yeah, that's you don't very mess true. With the yes, and of course, Scarlet, I have no idea what she's dressed as because she dresses like this normally. Uh, I think Shotzi, of course, is going for a female Pennywise costume. Fucking clowns. I love how the clown said fucking clowns. Must <laughs> be fucking clowns. I'm not a clown, asshole. <laughs> I'm just saying, you would rock a Pennywise costume very easily. I'm entirely to tell you politely to kiss my ginger ass, both of you. We need to make a bet at some point where if he loses, he has to dress up I'm like either Pennywise. I'm not that bet. I ain't fucking that stupid. Fuck you. Ain't happening. I'm just saying, I, I might want to do that at some point. $300 in a case of sweet water. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I oh I saw a look on his face. I think Gator, you just named his price. I think make you it four hundred. Make it four hundred dollars in a case of sweet water. Then you got yourself a deal. Ooh, we we may need to do that. <laughs> it might Let's be get, worth it. We might set up a GoFundMe for this or something. Take a bonus pro. I dress up like Chucky. I dress up like Pennywise. Well, we'll figure it out. We're gonna do something like this. Halloween. We have a plan for Halloween 2024. But uh, anyway, so I uh, basically Alba Fire and Isla Dawn decide they want to take over as hosts for uh, night two. So Shotzi and Scarlet basically give up um, and now Alba Fire and Isla Dawn are going to be doing all the crazy backstage segments. Uh, I don't know. Gator, how'd you feel about this overall segment? It was a clusterfuck. Zach, what do you think? Same. I agreed. This is like, why are you guys here with the Ouija board and everything else? This was dumb and pointless. It was. It was just transitioning to new hosts that we didn't need. Benning, can I do it please? Go ahead. Was it bad? No, it was sad. And on that note, we're going to move on here uh, to the next match of the evening. If, if we, we even want to call it that, we got Tiffany Stratton one-on-one -on -one against Fallon Henley. Okay. There was some things that happened. One of those things was a figure four on the post. Uh, I think something was wrong with Fallon ahead of time, and they had to do something. I don't know. I don't know. Zach, what'd you think? They pretty much said it. There was nothing here. There's no contest. Uh, Fallon was taken up for the match, got him, so I really can't say anything about this at all yeah so it's safe, it's safe it's, we, we, so we all agree we're not calling this a match uh, it was no, going not a match. yeah basically it was just a beat down and i guess they want to drag this out for whatever reason i, I don't know if they're going to make it next week's nxt are they going to wait a couple weeks like, i guess it depends on what gator said is something wrong with fallon henley that they had to do this and this can maybe lead to a match at deadline because i think so because she was walking kind of weird when she walked to the ring so yeah she didn't have enough gimmicks to get down the ramp this is well <laughs> Dealing gimmicks, huh? No, I bet. No, okay. Now, Zach, gimmicks is a different meaning here. He, he's talking about gimmicks. It's okay. Sometimes you got to take some gimmicks to get your gimmick straight, and so you could go do a gimmick. Exactly. <laughs> the look on Zach's face right now, he's confused as shit. Basically, in this case, gimmicks means like pain pills, you know, like somas and things like that, like different medicines that, you know, wrestlers take. Those are considered gimmicks. There was a story once where, um, Corny had a bad knee and he was supposed to go up against Paul Heyman in an Ant Manager tuxedo match and he had a bad knee. So he had to take a bunch of gimmicks so he can get to the ring without limping. And then Paul Heyman was supposed to take out his knee with the phone. Back then he had that big ass old cell phone and then that was gonna cause so when the gimmicks wore off and his knee hurt he'd have a reason to limp. And he then Paul Heyman fucked up and hit the wrong knee. <laughs> At one point Corny had to grab him and drag him. The other knee stupid knee, dumbass. <laughs> and, then, and then he starts hitting both the fucking knees. He didn't know what the fuck to do. At this point, just fuck it. And nope. we cut to this moment here. And we're not. Nope. Now, this happened in sections throughout the show, but we'll talk about the whole damn thing here so we can get through it. We have the metaphor. Boo! Who, who show up to a haunted house dressed like the Scooby Doo gang. Uh -oh. And they're going in to get the cut back from Taza 
Kurosawa as they go through this haunted house with all these ghosts and ghouls and goblins and getting kidnapped one by one and going through silly shit. You got uh, Oro Mensa dressed as Shaggy, Noam Dar dressed as Scooby, uh, Lash Legend is Thelma, and you got Jakara Jackson as Daphne. What? No Fred at all. Oh shit, that's well, right. The so, uh, old girl look like a fucking question mark, which is the entirety of this whole thing. A question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And then finally, Noam Dar finds the cup. He tongue kisses the damn thing. And then all of a sudden, he gets attacked by everybody. And then Tazawa demands a match from him. So next week on NXT, it will be Noam Dar versus Tazawa in a Heritage Cup match. This was fucking stupid. This was pointless. You ruined Scooby-Doo, you metaphor motherfuckers. So that being said, Gator, destroy it. Okay, I can do that. This shot upon my business. It shot upon it. This was terrible. This was a waste of time. And you all deserve to be sodomized with the rushy fishing knife. Get the wood chipper, Mr. Bujarelli. Get the wood chipper. Oh, uh, yes. I'm getting the wood chipper out of storage right now. Uh, I gotta go get the gas. Hold on. I gotta get the gas. This is fucking terrible. All of these people need to be lit on fire. Well, well hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. One sec. We must spare Last Legend and burn the rest. Very true. Fuck that. She looks like a question mark. Fuck her. No. La look, Last Legend's actually a good female talent. We must I don't give a damn. We spare her life. <laughs> she looked crispy already. Crisp a fire ass. Okay, 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 okay. Easy, easy. The only thing darker than her ass is under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> the only difference between that bitch and midnight is 11.50 fucking nine. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. I knew he was going to say that. If she closed her fucking eyes and closed her fucking mouth, you wouldn't see a fucking thing. Everybody knows black folks in a horror movie. That bitch should have been dead five minutes in. I think she was the first one to get kidnapped, though. Or was that Jackson? Fucking Christ. Oh, Kid right. It was Mensa. Kidnapped. They couldn't fucking see her. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Well, they were wearing bright colors, so it was easy to spot them. I don't give a damn. When she combs her hair, it sounds like fucking firecrackers. <laughs> Stop. Fuck. Okay. 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 We get the point. We're good. We're good. I'm not done yet. <laughs> we're, we're done, Gator. We're, we're done, Gator. <laughs> I think you made your point. You made your point there, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. I'm just saying I'd rather watch the Willow Nightingale come out on fucking loop. Da, 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 da. I'd rather watch Kenny Omega do a wrestling match and watch that. That'd probably be more entertaining than watching this bullshit. I'd rather watch a marathon of Miz TV. Ah! God. <laughs> that's worse. The sad part is that's the worst thing anybody could have said. And on that note, we're going to move on here to the next match of the evening for the NXT North American Championship. Dirty Dominic Mysterio with Rhea Ripley defends the title against Nathan Fraser. Fuck him too. Okay, the only good part in this whole damn match was that initial first lock. Up. That first lockup was crisp. That was good. It was good. Intensity, that's what I want to see. But Dominic could not save this for nothing. That dude, if I was in the ring with Nathan Frazier, I'd put him in the corner and I'd say, slow down and we'll start doing something when you start listening to me because you were too squirrely for me. He moves too fast. And when you move too fast, you do stupid shit. Like botch a fucking move. I don't even know what the fuck that idiot was going for, but I would have popped him. I can't remember what it was, but I, I knew he botched it. I knew that much. But I would have tatered the hell out of him for that, because if Dominic hadn't turned, he would have got whiplash like a bitch. I mean, I can see where Gator's coming from. I mean, Nathan Fraser was running back and forth, back and forth, side to side, front to back, and Dominic's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? But Vinny and Gator guys were very true. When they locked up, that was vicious as shit, wasn't it? That is hands down the most aggressive collar-elbow tie-up I have ever seen, and I've seen a fuck ton of wrestling. That's one of the top five best collar elbow lockups I've ever seen. Top five. And another thing is, you know how Gator, you can vouch for us, Vinny can too, how Mommy always helps Dom win. She didn't this time, now did she? Or what Mommy did was one? move out of the way. That's it. But what's also another thing is, she tried to slide uh, her belt and missed it because it slipped out. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Dom? Then lo and behold, one, two, three, flock smash. Dom, Dirty Dom Mysterio is still the North American champion, and rightfully so. That's how you tell a story, by the way. Yes. Because now Dominic finally proved he can win a match without mommy. He, that's what he just did. And here's the thing. The crowd was behind him. There were no mm -hmm. boos. He did not get booed not one fucking time. The guy who has been booed mercilessly for months 
got none in this match. As a fellow heel, I actually like the fact that he's getting booed because it means he's doing his job and he knows that. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Uh, when they go to Germany, I think they need to just leave Nathan Frazier there. <laughs> Sadly, I don't think he's going to Germany, though, so that can't happen. Take him to fucking Texas and hit him with a brick or something. So anyway, like I said here, this is a great match. Yeah, it was. Like I said, Fraser fucked a lot of things up, but it didn't change the fact that Dominic was phenomenal in this. He showed that he can hold his own in a ring. He was definitely the ring general, because if you're not going to convince me Nathan Fraser led this match. There's no fucking way he did. This is the best match Dominic has had in his career thus far. I think he called it. I think he called most of that. And again, Rhea did not play a role in the victory. Even when they had that moment outside the ring, they trash-talked, but Rhea never touched him. And also, like I said, they missed. He never hit him with any title belts. Dominic didn't cheat. It which is, thing he which came is to good, because Rhea, Rhea was starting to get in that territory where Selena Vega was getting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. Definitely getting to Zelina Vega territory. You get you get into Zelina Vega territory, that's bad. That is it's bad. bad. Is that bad? Very bad. Bad. So in the end, Dominic pushes Fraser out to the floor, and he hits face first into the announce table. Did you see Vic Joseph's face go, whoa! Well, yeah, it was right in front of him. So of course he's going to be shocked. And then Dominic throws him in the ring, hits the frog splash, one, two, three. Dominic Mysterio, still the champ. And then the after the match, or as some people call it, the afterbirth, uh, Wesley hops the barricade, Boom. attacks Dominic, and poses with the title as Dominic slings away. So that means we're going to see Wesley and fucking Dominic, which I forgot Wesley was even in the company, and I was hoping he was going to stay gone. But now we're going to deal with this shit. Yep, well, on top can only tell there, Vinny. I'm scared they're going to make Wesley the champ again, and I don't want Hopefully him to Hopefully the they don't. Jesus Christ. Goddamn Nagasaki! So, after that, we cut to the backstage area with JC Jane, who tries to convince Andre Chase to help her cheat to win the tat- women's tag team championships, but Chase refuses because we don't cheat at Chase U. Uh, Tony D'Angelo and Stax walk in and they want their title back and you know Chase tells Hudson and the Angelo family don't worry they're gonna get their rematch and they said they're like yeah we'll get that and something else and they go chase you that is all I don't have enough information to make a point here (laughs) (laughs) JCJ was trying to get like what Vinny said so I was like let me cheat it's the only way because JCJ is still somewhat of a heel she's not doing good as a baby face now is she Vinny I mean she's kind of flirting with it a little bit I think she's still in that tweener phase we don't know if she's gonna ever turn it's kind of like where Duke Hudson was in the beginning before he eventually went full baby face and all in at Chase U. Maybe it's only a matter of time before JC Jane makes that transition or if it turns out she is a heel and she's going to pull Thea Hale out of Chase U. We don't know. And of course, Tony D stacks whiny, pissy, fucking moany because they lost the ties. They were more pissed off than the Yankee stands right back in 2004 when the Red Sox beat them. <laughs> so I'm going to say they're just hurt. pissed off and I would love to see Chase U and the family go out of for the tag team titles. Take it away, buddy. Well, yeah. And that's basically what's happening here. Obviously, the family's not happy about what went down because they feel like even though Andre Chase refused to use the crowbar, he felt like there was still a distraction and they were still cheated out of their belts. So obviously, the family is out for blood with Chase U. They want their tag titles back, but they also want revenge for that. So it looks like, you know, Tony D, he doesn't just want to win the titles. He wants to take out Chase U, Mafia. Uh oh. Vinny and I are both half Italian, so we know what that means. And these guys are 50 50, but I'm fucking 100%, and I'm telling you. We are definitely getting those titles back, and we are going to get that fucking revenge. If it wasn't for that fucking broad on the goddamn apron, we'd have won that fucking match. Uh, That's a fucking fact. Poor little you. Hey, you respect the Don. Hey, who's the new guy oh, over shit. here? This is Gator Ricky Rose. Hold on a moment. Hey, there, Cherry Top. You respect the Don. I can tell this guy listens in. I'm liking this. I, I like respect the Don. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. No, I never no, disrespect them. First off, first off, swear jar, swear jar, where dirty words have gone too far. That's a quarter. Yeah, yeah, you owe a fucking quarter. To put it in the guy. Fuck you! Both of you guys can kiss my Irish ass. First of all, the Don don't kiss ass; he kicks it. Yeah, face looks like an ass. I'm being a bullseye on your ass and kick oh, you around really, the fucking really, studio. Really, you have to catch me first. Hey, don't get all cocky. You can't outrun a bullet, motherfucker. Uh, neither can you. I'm packing. What do you got? I'm packing as well. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not what your girlfriend said. Ah! I'm packing too, about four inches. That's uh, that's respectable. Thank you. So, but yeah, so anyway, I like this Gator guy over here. See, he, this is a guy who knows how to show the proper respect. He's got good taste, you know what I'm saying? 
I do have good taste. I like pasta. Doesn't everybody? Yeah. Pasta, wonderful. It's a great fucking dish. Thank you. Yeah, we served it at our last summit when we had all the tag teams together. Hell, we was eating them when we were watching the Bada Bing Bada Boom Battle Royal over here. But either way, we know Chase U owes us a fucking title shot, and we taking that belt's <laughs> fucking back. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Reggie's dead. Did they really call that the Bada Bing Bada Boom Battle Royal? That's what yeah, it was yeah, called. Yeah, they did. Oh my God. That's what it was called. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're good. I'm back in character. Hello. But yes, we called it the Bada Bing Bada Boom Battle Royal. We kind of did it the way, um, the way that the uh, the what's the name of that uh, the, the the guys on TBS, whatever the fuck their name is, uh, I don't know, uh, A E A A E F G, whatever the fuck. Uh, oh, all friends wrestling. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that place. Yeah, they did. They had that. Uh, they did that dyna They do that dynamite thing with the, with the diamond, whatever fuck, where they throw people over the top rope. Then it just becomes a singles match, like next week. Well, we did it differently. Basically, you throw a guy over the top rope. So there's two teams left standing. One guy gets thrown out. The other guy's got to fucking leave with him. So it sucks to be you. Then we get down to two teams. It becomes a regular tag team match, pinfall submission, and the winner got to face us at night one of Halloween Havoc and chase you they got the fucking win and then we help them that fucking jc broad the double j whatever Aww. fuck they fucking took our titles we're pissed we want them back are you done complaining you got anything? Complaining? are you done bitching complaining you got anything more else to complain about yeah don't disrespect this fucking don if i want to i wish you really wish i could say what i want to call you both but i don't want to get kicked off hey i know you got a price cherry top just remember that <laughs> and you got a price too motherfucker <laughs> the don can't be bought everybody can be bought the best you can get from me with a, with money is to spare your life oh you miss me I, way I, too I, much it is the difference between you and me, Cherry Top. What's that? I got enough money to make people do shit for me. You got enough money just to save your ass. Pretty much, yes. That's the difference. But here's the thing, though. I know I can't run a boat, but you have to find me first, and I'm very good at fucking hiding. Remember? And I'm very good at fucking searching. Yeah, I bet you are. I'm very good to get off your ass off the computer. Anyways. Anyway, I'll just fucking say, Cherry Top. What? Gator, you the man. Salud. Salud. Seriously, why do you keep making this man angry? Why does he make him angry? I don't, I don't know. He's got this Italian issue. I don't know what it is. He just, I think a bunch of Italians beat him up in jail, whatever the fuck, and then he just fucking, that's why he's bitter. I don't remember, fucking remember. Anyway, we're going to move on here to the next match of the evening. If we even want to call, call it that. We got uh, Braun Breaker goes one-on-one -on -one against Mr. Stone. Robbie E. Yes, Robbie E. <laughs> I just realized that was Robbie E. <laughs> I did. I realized that on the stream. I'm like, that's Robbie. Yeah. I loved it. I loved every bit of this because it was a manager wrestling like a manager. And as a manager, I love that shit. It's true. And it's weird because I know that managers aren't supposed to be stronger than wrestlers. I get that yeah, concept yeah, right yeah. off the bat. But we know Mr. Stone is a wrestler that can work. So it's just weird. Yes, but remember, in the words of Kevin Dunn, nobody knows anything that we don't want them to know it. What I'm saying is, is nobody knows who Robbie E was before he was Mr. Stone. That's the way Kevin Dunn thinks. Yes, because he's an idiot. Well, this... that's old Bucky the Beaver. Yep. Can I talk now? Sure, go ahead. Um, yeah, this was a squash. It didn't last long at all. Hey, Gator, know how long this match was? A few minutes of our lives. We can't get back. Damn it. I want to say two minutes and 37 seconds of our lives we can't back, but two of them in a row, that's okay. Okay, I guess. But yeah, this match sucked. It was pointless and stupid. Then all of a sudden, after the match was over, Braun Breaker tried to smash poor Mr. Stone's head. And Bob Wagner came out, still bandages it up, and choke slammed him on top of the steel tapes. Hey, Vinny, Gator, he got him with the choke slam. Do the choke no? He keeps doing the Polly Shore impression. I don't know why. I, why is he doing a Polly? This is not, this doesn't call for a Polly. Anyway. I think he heard me do it once on a pay-per-view review. No, it was on WrestleMania 6 after the, Andre, after the Andre the Giant tag team match. He got it with the Chokeslam. The Chokeslam. I don't yeah, know we, why, guys. It's just we, stuck with me ever since. We did this bit one time, and now he wants to use it all the time. But it's not, it does not, it does not fit. You can't convince him of that. He Zach lives in his own little world where everything fits in the right way all the time. I only do it when there's a choke slam. That's it. It doesn't work here. <laughs> I want to make it work. So anyway, I will say this. This was definitely a short match. I don't think it was a waste of time, though. And the reason I say that is because, again, there's more to a match than just the length of it and what happens. There's the story being told. Right. This didn't need to be anything more than what it was. Exactly. If we're going with the logic of 
of Mr. Stone as a manager, and we're going to ignore the fact that he's Robbie E in the past and knows how to work. We're establishing Mr. Stone, the manager. It shouldn't go longer than two minutes unless Mr. Stone is running for his life for most of it. And then Von Wagner comes out, which I like that. It was a shocking moment. He was about to take out Braun Breaker with the stats, and Braun managed to get away, and then the, everybody breaks it up. So it was a very good moment in the show. I enjoyed that. And like I said, everything that happened here needed to happen because it's continuing the story of getting revenge on Braun Breaker and hopefully leading to a Braun Breaker Von Wagner match, which I'll just say it right here because I don't think it gets mentioned later on. We find out that it's happening next week on NXT, which I'm going to be honest. I'm not happy about that because I feel like this needs to happen on a pay-per-view. This is another example of modern wrestling wanting to give shit away on free TV instead of building to a pay-per-view. Like a bunch of Democrats. That's how you want to put it. Um, But I'm saying that's what bothers me. Especially because, again, Mr. Stone's making the point. Von Wagner's not ready. He's got this head injury. He's improving, but he still needs more time. Because of that, you can still drag this out to deadline. You have a month to drag this out. You're going to be busy with other shit that's going to be going on, like Iron Survivor qualifying matches. What the and, fuck is that, please, for me? Because I don't watch this that often. Okay, uh, did you watch TNA in the early years with Jarrett, Kurt Angle, and all them? Yeah. Are you familiar with the King of the Mountain match? Is that? Same thing, except no ladder. You don't have to hang the belt? No. So basically what you're telling me is a time limit, yes. and it's whoever gets gets the last pin, and whoever gets pinned is in the penalty yes. box? B- basically, yeah. You, it's like the most falls, you get a point, and then that person you pinned goes in the penalty box, and then by the time the time limit expires, whoever has the most points, is the winner basically two wrestlers start off interesting concept that's an interesting i i would think that concept would make more sense than the fucking ladder yes they did it last year and it worked okay it works but i'm saying that's both those matches are 25 minutes there's a men's match and a women's match oh god so that's how they're gonna do that you have other matches though that you have to put on the card so i'm saying you should build braun breaker and von wagner to this pay-per-view instead of making it happen next Next week. Who says they can't do that? Vaughn has still got the whole head injury thing. So we could have a whole Tiffy Stratton match, if you want to call it that kind of situation. It could lead. And then it becomes like a stipulation match, a deadline? I could see that. I could see that happening. So maybe next week what they could do is have the match, but because Vaughn Wagner's clearly not ready, Braun takes advantage of that and beats him, and then Vaughn has to have longer recovery. He eventually comes back then at deadline, and here's what you do. You make it a tables match to end it there you go. because von wagner's whole thing is putting people through tables oh how i would do it is you give him the choice of stipulation he picks table that kind of thing and on that note we're going to move on to the next match of the evening over oh, oh dear god for the wwe women's tag team titles chelsea green and piper niven defend the titles against thea hale and jc jane with andre chase and duke hudson all of you dumb bitches deserve to have a gynecological exam by Edward fucking Scissorhands. <laughs> y'all dumb fucking bitches. I swear to God, none of y'all knew what the fuck you were doing. I hope he cut your fucking labia. None of y'all knew what you were doing. The only one that had any semblance of, of concept of what this shit was supposed to be was the little chihuahua-looking bitch that looked like Professor Loomis in mid-transition. <laughs> That was for my Harry Potter people. Hey, I, I, I understand that totally, Digger Gator. You're welcome. All of y'all motherfuckers, you deserve to have your breasts took off like the cancer patients. Damn! Okay, <laughs> shit. Okay, shit! Fuck! You shit upon my business with crappy wrestling. Okay, if you don't know how to put together a damn tag match, don't put together a damn tag match. Don't do shit! <laughs> You don't know how to do. I kind of agree with Gator. This was just all over the place, guys. Was it not? Yeah, it was very much. I mean, over there, then over there, then up and down, and then Andre Trace stopped Jane from cheating, and they end up losing the tag team pass, even with uh, with Duke Hudson distracting the ref, too. They could have won dirty, but Andre Trace, he's a baby face. He has to win clean, but Gator's right. This was stupid as shit. Take it away, Benny. Well, yeah, and also, they didn't, well, take in mind, they didn't lose the tag belts they just didn't win the match and here's the thing i unfortunately had no emotional investment in this match and it's not because it's a women's match it's not because of the tag belts it's for one reason and one reason only as you guys know this saturday is crown jewel in saudi arabia which means that the friday smackdown that's coming out was taped in advance because they had to tape the show so that way there's something that airs while they all arrange on friday to fly to saudi arabia because it's a long ass flight long freaking way um but anyway it's going to clear across the fucking 
world. And in the spoiler list, because as you know, if you read the Dirt Sheets, which I do because I need to do research for the show, they mention that Chelsea Green and Piper Niven are in a match and they have their tag belts with them. So you already know if you read that spoiler, they're walking into SmackDown with the tag belts. So for continuity purposes, they have to win here, which to me was fucking stupid. Basically, they're going with the mindset of if you watch SmackDown, you obviously don't watch NXT. And if you have that mindset, why are you even wasting time bringing stars to fucking NXT if you don't give a fuck about continuity? Like, use your fucking head. So already, you've pretty much said this match on Halloween Havoc is worthless. So, never mind the fact it shits upon the business. You took all the emotion out of the fucking match. You took all the excitement out. Because now, we know if they show up with the belts on Friday, they're not going to lose them on Tuesday. Does it make sense for JC Jane and Thea Hale to win here and then have them show up with the belts on Friday? So that was dumb. You should have kept Chelsea and Piper off that SmackDown. They don't need to wrestle that week. They make guaranteed money. It's not like they're working per date. In this match, though, a few good moments in the match was I liked um, the hot tag they were going for. Where that was hot tag. That was not a hot tag. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. No, that was not a proper hot tag. There was not enough sympathy to get that baby face into that position. There was no fight. Was she was crawling. No she was fingertips away. She got cut off. She broke free and tagged in. And JC came in like a house of fire. How's that not a hot tag? Very little heat to set that up. It could have been way more effective if there was more heat. The heels did not do their job. It did. is a hot tag in theory, yes. But they could have done this so much better if the heels had fucking put the heat on to shine the baby face up for that hot tag that was a shineless hot tag you dumb bitches okay yes shineless hot tag that's a that's a new one i haven't heard that phrase yeah me neither but, um yeah there was so no shine to the baby there was no shine to the baby so it makes no sense to have a hot tag if there's no shine for the baby you know what i'm saying you got to get some heat on the fucking baby so then it looks good when the bitch hits the hot tag boom 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 ta-da the big monster's down shabambi shaboombi it's shucky duck Quack, quack, there it goes. I think Gator's been following NXT more than we thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's getting all the phrases down. <laughs> and um, I'm not going to confirm or deny. Yes. So, uh, you so plead I- the fifth? No, I drink the fifth. <laughs> yeah, he drinks the fifth. Um, but we so we take care of this, and in the end, uh, the champs retain like we knew they would. Albafire and Isla Dawn are of course watching from the bird's nest because they probably want a shot at those titles. On that note, we're gonna move on here to the next uh, match of the evening. Shit. We have the finals of the NXT women's breakout tournament. Kalani Jordan goes one on one against Lola Vice with Electra Who Lopez. Are these two? Who are these two dumb bitches? Who are these two? Because they're not wrestlers. Who thought that was a good idea? Well, the brackets of the tournaments. The management. Who thought this was a good idea? My two-year-old fucking nephew could have put together a better match than this. You you couldn't draw money with this shit with a goddamn green crayon. Hell the fuck no. Jason should be chasing y'all's ass with a goddamn machete. Okay, Gator, bear in mind this is a breakout tournament. These ladies are relatively new. I don't give a fuck. Go up like the challenger. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Go up like Notre Dame. No. I would have preferred the challenger. Enough time has passed. How come we don't see nothing like that at all? I don't give a fuck. You dumb bitches. Get in a pickup truck and die. Dana is right. This was boring and stupid and pointless. I don't understand this breakout tournament thing right now. Gator is right. These two uh, ladies have a lot to learn. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they got a lot to learn. There's, if you're in NXT, you've got a lot to learn. That's the whole point of NXT. Personally, I didn't necessarily hate these girls as much. Um, like I said, do I, I hate women's wrestling. I, we know. Believe me. Um, but I'm saying I didn't necessarily hate the match. I thought it was decent for what it was. I felt like these women were able to put something together. Is it special? No. Is it one of the greatest? No. But they did their job. They did what needed to be done. And in the end, Lola Vice won this contract, which I personally, in this breakout tournament, I don't know if I would have picked either one of them to win this, but I guess because Kalani Jordan and Lola Vice had so much screen time going into this tournament that that's why they were picked to win it or they were picked to go into the finals. And then in the end, they want to give it to Lola Vice. Although obviously this means, well, at some point, Lola Vice is going to take on Lyra Valkyra for the NXT Women's Championship. 
championship because that's what the tournament finals gives you. Side the belt. So she gets a shot at the women's title. There's no fucking way she's winning it. The only way Lola Vice is winning this is if she waits a long time to cash it in. A very long time. And gets better experience and they know what to do with her. And then when the time is right, she can take it. But right now, Lyra Valkyra, expect her to be champ for a very long time. Because she just got the biggest rub that any woman can get in there. Because not only did she get did she did she get put over by Becky Lynch, who did the job, they pretty much said Lyra Valkyra is now the pride of Ireland. They made a, they made an effort on this show to let people know that she is now a he, considered a hero in Ireland. She's on Ireland on Ireland media shows. People in Irish pubs are cheering her on. Can I say one thing? What? Okay. I hate women's wrestling, but I actually watched and liked the main event last week. Absolutely. That's a shock. And enjoyed it. And enjoyed it. It told a great story. It was phenomenal. Okay. I did not know that women's wrestling comes from Iran. Did you know it came from Iran? It came from Iran. It's Ireland, Gator. Iran. It came from Iran. It's wonderful. Yes. Apparently. Where Zach's people's from? Iran. Yes. Yeah. So Zach, that's why I made Zach happy. It was two Irish women in a match and an Irish person celebrating. Now, uh, Zach got to. It's, it's great. I ran. Yeah. It's the only thing that stopped Zach from jizzing all over himself is the fact that he was in my house. That and he wasn't drunk enough. I ran. Oh, yeah. Fuck you both. Hey, tell us when we're telling lies. You're telling lies right there. We are? Yes. Gator, he thinks we're lying. And we don't care. Okay. Anyway. Yes. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move on here. No, I already talked about this. I put it all together. Remember when Wagner asked for the match? Yeah, 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 yeah. So on we that. We already talked about this. Now it's time, children. Yes. For the main event of the evening for the NXT Championship, Ilya Dragunov defends the title against Carmelo Hayes. This, okay, I... <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting going into this because I didn't, I don't know these two that well, but um, I've seen Elia before and he hits hard. Yes. <laughs> the only thing that, that, that this was, this was good and it was snug. It was really snug. These two laid it in and I was happy about that. I'm like, okay, damn, they're laying it in. But they were almost one step away from being too much strong style for me. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So lay it in, make it snug, make it look good, but just does not carry it into a realm that is that is where we can't come back from. Exactly. I mean, I enjoyed the living hell out of this, but there was only one problem there, gentlemen. You know what it was? What? It started off a little too slow. Did you realize that? It took a while to pick up the pace. But I will say this. Gator, did you see uh, when um, Pamela Hayes uh, DDT'd uh, uh, Dragunov outside the apron on the hot spot right there? I mean, literally, it, went, it was his head. It wasn't on top of his head. And we were like, uh-oh. Fuck that bump award there, gentlemen. I don't know. Gator, fuck that bump. Uh, I mean, not really, because if you land, if you land properly, I mean, I maybe, because I just, I don't like, I don't like spots on the apron. I don't either. Me neither. I, I don't like them. I think they're, I think they're unnecessarily, um, unsafe. Yeah. And, and I also think when, uh, when, uh, drag it off and uh, toss everything off, off the announce table, he just had to mess with Vic Joseph's fucking candy there, gentlemen. <laughs> yep. Knock the candy off the apron, especially on Halloween. You don't do that on Halloween, man. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to mess with Vic Joseph's candy, but you don't do it on Halloween. That's Why do we give a flying fuck about the announcer's candy? It's something that I've been doing for a while now. It's an ongoing bit because one time um, when they were clearing the announce table, Vic Joseph apparently had a jar of candy, and the guy knocked it off, and they made a big deal about the fact that he messed with his candy. So it's like a bit. So now we just do we, we just crack jokes about it. And also, Carmelo Hayes was just about to win, and all of a sudden, whoa, that trick. Whoa, that trick. It comes out, he just stares, dragged off in his door, did the Moscow missiles? I just finished her. Yeah. Defeated Moscow. One, two, three, and retain. Rightfully so. So and then she eating out Dragonoff. Dragonoff. Take it away, Vinny. Yes. Um, stellar. I love this main event. It was yeah. it was violent as fuck. I, as, as as Gary mentioned, it was hard hitting. I love the H bomb through the announce table. I thought that was fucking amazing. Um, I didn't like the DDT on the apron because when I looked real closely, his head was clearly not. The top of his head clearly touched that apron. It wasn't like DDTs in the past where they wrap the head, but you protect the head. So it doesn't, like... You can see half the head and half the arm, 
half the time. You don't sometimes, see his whole, and sometimes whole like standing up the, uh, of the head. Yeah, exactly. Like his whole top of his head touched that ring apron. So that was definitely unsafe and not a smart spot. I didn't particularly care for that. But everything else was great. The head scissor face buster I thought was very well done. Um, just everything. These guys hit each other with every move they had in their arsenal, and they basically made it clear that hey, this is the rubber match. We're going all out. And of course, Trick comes out, and then after that, pulls Hayes off, and he stares daggers through. So now we're trying to, and, and of course, you know, Carmelo has that look of terror in his eyes. So we're now supposed to speculate, is Carmelo Hayes the one who attacked Trick Williams? I'm going to get to that. I'm just saying, we're, we're now because now we're trying to figure that out. That's why there was a part of me that was hoping that Carmelo would win the title tonight. Then and then Trick would come out and have the stare down. Then we find out it was Melo who attacked Trick. We could have Carmelo versus Trick, the NXT title at deadline, and Trick could take the belt at deadline. And that would be a way to either call Carmelo up, because Melo is definitely ready for the main roster. He's gotten, he's been one of the top guys in that, in that company. He, ha- he has the Cena taker seal of approval already so fucking call him up what are you waiting for trick is over as fuck as a baby face he is over and he's got everything you're looking for in a wrestler trick williams has it so in my opinion he's ready for the nxt title i put it on him so that's the only reason why i'm not happy that mellow won i don't like the way it i mean that dragon off won i don't like the way this match ended i feel like that there's that you have more of a story with Melo and Hayes chasing the title rather than Dragonoff keeping it. But instead, but then of course he gets to the backstage area. Baron Corbin attacked him. So now it looks like they're gonna build Baron Corbin versus Dragonoff, which I'd be okay with if Corbin walks out with the NXT title because I feel like Corbin is obviously the bigger star. And the whole purpose of Corbin going to NXT is to repackage him as a legit badass again. And that's why he's got like the the sink the burning ships or whatever doing all this new shit. But they're they got the shits, but they're not making him a pirate. Thank God. Um, they're actually fucking taking him seriously. And you can build something with that. They're not doing the fucking happy Corbin bullshit. Yeah, they're they're done with all of it. But that's how I feel. I know, Gator. How do you feel about the aftermath of the mat of the show? Uh, wrestling. <laughs> Pretty much, that sums it up. So I, I'm assuming we're going to find out next week if Melo did, in fact, attack Trick, but I think it's safe to say he did. I, I, I'm I'm not familiar, so I don't know exactly what's going on. But anyway, go ahead. All right. So uh, well, that, ladies and gentlemen, will uh, wrap up this uh, recap of NXT. Uh, Gator, hey, thanks so much, man, for uh, joining us for this, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much. I enjoyed it. It brings back many happy oh, memories no. of us doing this before. Yeah, no problem. Okay, bye. Bye. See you bye. later, Gator. See you later, Gator. All right. Of course, Zach, as always, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy uh, we'll see you on the next one. Do I have a choice? Never, no, you don't. Okay. All right. So uh, make sure you guys uh, follow the bootcast. We're on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there or be a super fan and follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash the bootcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. Make sure you check out the mail soap opera moments uh, as of course we have our uh, recap of Fastlane is, is up there if you haven't seen it already but of course this week we'll have our predictions for WWE Crown Jewel that it take place on Saturday so we're going to make sure to get that out to you obviously before the show starts so Wens definitely has a lot of work to do in the editing department at least you don't have to do it no I don't have to do it Yay! it's Wens' show so he's the one he's responsible for the editing and that show's going to suck anyways because we'll he's on it asshole Anyway, uh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm a petty motherfucker. Know that better than anybody. Damn right I do. <laughs> uh, but yes, and then of course the re- the predictions for Crown Jewel will be on the Boochcast Facebook page. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Boochcast. There's tweets, photos, and videos uh, coming soon. Well, there might be a few pictures up there of uh, Zach dressed as Ron Weasley. For those of you who might have missed the Twitch stream, you can check that out there because uh, we actually shot some videos. They're not up there yet, but I'm going to be editing, working on them. Of uh, Zach went shopping at Walmart. <laughs> as Ron Weasley, which is perfect. You know, he uh, uh, as Ron Weasley, who is clearly poor, shopping at Walmart, which is usually a place for the poor. And I say that as someone who is poor myself. So I'm, I'm poor not, myself. I'm poor. Hey, I'm poorer than you. Hey, we're not judging, just so you know. No. We're just saying most people who tend to shop at Walmart are not rich people. We're not. No, we're not, they're not. We're not the wealthy. Like, oh, they just pay somebody else to go do the shopping for them. Yes. Uh, there's only one rich person that's ever shopped at Walmart mm-hmm. that I know of. Who? Shaquille O'Neal. He did a story 
story one time where he when he got traded and he had to go they got an apartment it wasn't furnished so he had to go buy a bunch of stuff so he bought like TVs printers scooters shit like that and it came up to like seventy thousand dollars and he go he went to, to swipe the card and it got declined when it, so he kind of like rubs it decline and he cli- declines again he goes okay I know I'm not broke so, he, so it turns out they put a hold on there because he's not he doesn't know because no, they think why because he had to call the bank and they said yeah somebody used your card and spent seventy thousand dollars at Walmart he goes no that was me he goes what the hell are you doing at Walmart so he got he got them to turn it back on so he could buy seventy grand worth of uh, stuff because you know because no one thinks why would Shaq buy seventy thousand dollars worth of stuff at Walmart when you do a suspicious activity they block your card temporarily uh, the same thing I'll uh, bring him up. Corey Taylor did after he got his first real big ticket. Like, what you do is like, he goes off and he goes like, I go off to uh, Best Buy and buy a bunch of shit. I was like, how long did he ask? How long did he was like, they, like, they ran out of receipt paper. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He says like, he also got involved with this. He goes like, well, what did you buy? It's like, sometimes you just have to buy some cool stuff. Like a life-size figurine of Boba Fett autographed by George Lucas. And he showed me it's Boba Fett. And you see on top of Boba Fett's helmet, George Lucas. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Oh, I, was like, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I was like, if I ever have a man cave, trust me, that's going to be decked to geek the hell out. And you know me that, too. Well, yeah. You, you, If you have a man cave, that's where you put all your cool shit. And nobody's allowed in the man cave? No women allowed. Unless they're bringing food. Death hands. That's the rule. Mm. My, see, my dad has a man cave. It's the fucking living room. That's why... They, they, they well, I see that. I see that. Like, don't sit in my chair. <laughs> and he says, like, all the time, where's the things? And I didn't... In my man cave, she's bringing me something to eat. And if your dad said that to you, Mom, I think your dad might get smacked. No. <laughs> he would not get smacked. Or you'd, like, get it my yourself? Mother, my mother's not violent like that. My mother would just... My mother would just shoot him a look. <laughs> he was like, okay, I'll get it myself. And, and my mom's the type of person where she won't... She, she My mom's the type of person where she does not... Not lose her cool in public. You wait. She'll wait till every like. Even if my dad, like if my dad, my dad would never do this. By the way, if my dad like insulted her in public, kind of look at him like, okay, and shoot him a look like. We get home. Shit's gonna. Hit. As soon as they walk through the door, oh my god, <laughs> the shit storm that would be a coming. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're driving. You're driving the car. Dad looks out the window. Oh, looks like a storm's a coming. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucked. And I remember one time my mom was yelling at my dad. My wrap it up like this, and I just heard. Her, I was like, like, and he just comes up like, what the hell did you do? It's like, and he looked out. I forgot our anniversary. It is when he immediately got to his truck and went to go get her something. I was like, I'm gonna go up to my room. Bye. Why do women get so pissed off over that? Because if you for, apparently if you forget the anniversary, it means you don't love them. Or if you get this is if you forget their very first date, seriously. No, there's certain things that women remember. They expect guys to remember. Like how the hell are we supposed to remember our first date? Yeah, I mean sometimes. Well, some women have that significant moment. Like, but men celebrate like like real anniversary. That's what we do. Like, like I, I can get like if you like if you forget a wedding anniversary, that's kind of fucked up. But if you forget like the anniversary of our first date, like I'm not gonna remember that date. Mm-mm. You know, or they might be like the anniversary of when we first. Kids at this restaurant, like I'm not gonna remember stupid shit like that. They'll take us to the take us to the this restaurant. You go, uh, no, this was our first date. And you go, oh, yeah. Oops. Sometimes people, well, sometimes people do that. Like the only time a guy's gonna remember that restaurant is if he wants to propose to his girlfriend there. Sometimes you go to the place where you had your first date. It's romantic. You pick a romantic setting. A little different story than that. But anyway, we're way off topic. Right? Yeah, let's get back uh, on topic. But yeah, so anyway, at some point there's gonna be a video of Zach and dressed as Ron Weasley yeah, shopping. Yeah, at yeah. I so, told myself I was going to. It's like. I gotta go shopping at Walmart, and he goes, "You're not gonna put the fucking rope on." And I'm just like, "Yes, I." I literally go into the bathroom. I come out, and he goes, "Seriously?" He's like, "Yes." I'm like, "Okay." I taped it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make did. use of it because, uh, you know, my Duffman costume. I didn't bring that because I had to drive around and everything. There's no point in me wearing it because I'm just the camera guy filming. I wore my, I got my Duffman costume on mm-hmm. when it was time to do the, the live stream. Yeah, that's true. And obviously, I had to take it off to do the show, do the podcast. Yep, yep. But yep. um, my point is, we got that. We did. We did that. It's so gonna be a lot of fun. That would yep, be appearing. Yep on the Instagram, but it will also be on YouTube. So visit our YouTube channel, check out all of our YouTube content, and be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified. Future content will be posted. Uh, we're getting all the dark side stuff done. Uh, Zach got uh, most all the stuff that he needs to get done for the dark side videos. I'm currently in the process of getting dark side of the ring done. Uh, with Gator's schedule opening up, we're actually going to be doing three of the dark sides that we were going to do. We're going to knock those out at some points, so or Gator will be doing some of the dark side of the ring videos. Uh, and then, of course, I gotta, I'll be working Working on Dark Side of the 2000s, getting those done. Um, I got a bunch I'm going to do by myself. One is going to feature uh, Derek Shapiro. Uh, well, actually, two are going to feature Derek Shapiro. Because the, sh- the Shock Jock episode's a two-parter, so he's going to be on both of those videos. 
So we're going to be getting that done and working on that, you know, those videos. And then, of course, Dark Side of Comedy, I'm in the process of getting that done. Uh, I just got one episode filmed uh, with a surprise guest. I'm not going to say who. Tell Zach off the air. Um, but I got that done. I got that filmed. And then I'm going to be working on the other ones very soon because I still got to take notes on season two. I still got to get caught up on those. I have all season one done. But I need to get season two done in case the comics I reach out to want to be put on season two. Then I got to take that out so anyway uh make sure you guys check out make sure you guys check out the youtube channel and all the youtube content there and of course make sure you follow us on twitch twitch.tv slash the boochcast so we do our live wrestling watch parties didn't see the halloween version of this go check it out it's on the twitch channel right now but the next one will be saturday november the 25th for wwe survivor series uh we're still trying to work out the kinks and everything um we're trying to get all that worked out uh to make sure the team can put something together in the event that i can't show up because as of right now unless something changes i'm supposed to be going with Buff to WrestleCade on the 24th and the 25th of November because um, last time we spoke um, well, not the last time we spoke but the last time we scheduled it that was the plan last time we spoke we were talking about something else so at some point I do need to call him to see if I am in fact going to WrestleCade if I'm going then obviously I'll be there and the team will have to put something together if for whatever reason I'm not going to WrestleCade then I will put something together with the team if possible for that Saturday so be on the lookout for the Survivor Series watch party and of course we have our live D&D show coming soon our Boochcast booking battle another special project in the world and of course you can support the boochcast by going to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the boochcast slash support come support of the boochcast support this podcast with a small monthly donation that helps sustain future episodes Two levels you can donate at pick the one that works the best within your budget first level which is 99 cents one dollar per month second level which is 499 five dollars per month same amount of money you would pay for a peacock subscription a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the peacock so don't give them money give us money we got better content than the peacock anyway and we got the third and final level you can donate at which is for a mere $9.99 $10 per month same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States ever since it's only the Peacock you got a way to put that $9.99 $10.99 bring it over here we got better content than the network and unlike the Elite we actually care about our fans are dedicated to giving the people what they want you actually pay with your credit card or with GPay and the best part is all the money we raise goes back into the show in some capacity we used to upgrade our equipment we used to bring in bigger name guests, pay the bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host, and please don't be paid for their hard work, podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the Boochcast slash support is how you make that happen. And then, if there's any money left over, when it's all said and done, we use the rest to feed Zachariah Scott his ramen noodles and try to get him laid. And maybe throw in some pizza bites if we get some extra money. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch. Thank you. Keep on living life and take care. This has been the Boochcast. Talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby. Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. And eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. A la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet 